1: How's it going guys, this is Fred Von
2: Ox from Bearded Villains, listen to The Punk Corner every Thursday at 5 o'clock.
1: Hey hey, what's up, Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did check out www.groomgoon.com. Groomgoon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it, go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISH THE all one word, CATFISH THE GOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groomgoon? Well, because your beard deserves it. We're the punks!
0: We're the punks! We're the, we're the, we're the punks! We're the punks! We're the, we're the, we're punks! We're 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 punks! This
1: is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio every Thursday from 5 p.m. We're to 7 punks.
0: p.m. We're real,
1: Yo, what is up? It is your boy, Johnny Mags, back at it once again for the All Angels Podcast, episode 2 for the 2017 season. Last week uh, was last Friday, actually, when I recorded, and it was opening night, and I was on my way to that game. So we'll get into uh, the week in uh, Angels baseball shortly. Um, Before that, I just quickly want to shout out a few people, Um, obviously, uh... My good buddy, Anthony Hendog Henson from uh, Just Another Halo's Victory fan page on Facebook. Um, Croom Dog, Jason Croom from Croom Dog's Gourmet Sausages. So go ahead and uh, check out Jason's uh, Facebook page. That's uh, facebook.com backslash Croom Dogs. And uh, you can find on there his variety of different um, sausages and catering orders and his menu, his full menu there. And then, of course, my guest for today's uh, show, uh, Chris, the Curator Johnson from Halos Haven. Find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. On Instagram, it's Halos underscore Haven, H-A-V-E-N, not to be confused with heaven, Haven. And then on Facebook, just look up uh, Halos Haven. And I believe on Twitter, I'm not sure the actual tag, but I'm sure just at Halos Haven, I'm, I'm assuming... But I had the pleasure of going over to Jason's house on opening night, or not Jason's, I'm sorry, Chris's house on opening night and uh, enjoying a Angels game via the uh, Halo's Haven uh, way. So uh, I was able to go over there today, actually, and record this interview. Um, we get into, really, it's its its an interview mostly about his fandom, his uh, obsession with the Angels and his... Uh, awesome museum that he's a curator for that's i gave him that nickname the curator because and you'll you'll hear you'll hear it on the uh interview that i did with with chris um why i gave him the name the curator he seems to like it so it's all good so
0: we'll
1: get into the interview right now and then i'll I'll run through the week of angels baseball including today's game in uh, kansas city forgetful but it is what it is but For right now, let's get into the uh, interview with Chris um, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I was able to spend a few hours over there today. actually stayed longer than I expected, but once, if you guys go on Facebook or on Instagram and check out Chris's Halos Haven, you would understand why. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a reason why you're listening to it. It's because you're an Angels fan and a pretty big Angels fan at that. So when you go to Chris's house and you see the museum that he has and in the bus, man, it's it's ridiculous and, and you can get lost in there. So without further ado, my interview with Chris the Curator Johnson from Halo's Haven. Here you go. Yo, what's up? It is your boy, Johnny Maggs, here for the All Angels Podcast, and today's special guest is Chris, the Curator Johnson from Halo Haven. What's up, Chris? What's going on, Johnny Maggs? Not much, bro. Thanks for joining me today. Um, I've been wanting to come over here and let these fine people, and usually the people that listen to my podcast are the people that we probably run into on Facebook, probably on your page, on the Halo Haven page, and on uh, Mm -hmm. just another Halo Victory, Halo's Nation, and all the pages or forums on social media that we have. So... Uh, For those people who maybe don't know who you are or don't know about your page, where can they find Halo Haven?
2: Uh, You can find Halo Haven on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. uh, On Instagram, at Halo underscore Haven, and also on Twitter. and, And we also have a group page on Facebook. Awesome, bro. So, the reason I gave you the name The Curator
1: is because the first time I stepped into your Halo Haven, I was like, "This is a freaking museum, bro, of angel memorabilia," and you're the cur- curator of this place, man. This is an awesome place. I, I, dude, angel fans
2: would probably pay to come in here. Really. Well, thank you. I've <clears throat> Always been a, a lover of history, and then also angels' history. So, doing my part to uh, preserve um, the fandom of of the team we love. Awesome. That's what it's all about, bro.
1: So, before we get really into your collection and museum is what i call it uh let's talk about how you became an angel fan i mean how i mean obviously i'm pretty sure since you were a little boy but when did this develop into like something that you knew you loved the angel obviously
2: Uh, i would say probably about four years old going to you know going to the old stadium it's all enclosed just remembering the only, only thing i remember is trying to to hail over the the souvenir guy with the foam (laughs) fingers and the pennants on the stick that's what i was all into and i like the giveaways i I remember getting one of those uh, sheets of Smokey the bear with all the players like the little giveaway so that kind of got my interest in like the collecting side so that's one of my first memories of of an angel's game nice so what is your fondest memory as far as maybe
1: maybe uh, a memory you had of being at the stadium other than that like what was the What was one, maybe a player or a game or something that you remember being at that made you go, oh, man, this is something that I love?
2: My parents tell this story. So, you (laughs) know, back in the day when, you know, when players were a little bit more accessible, we waited outside the tunnel and the the team would take their own bus. And so uh, the players were all getting on the bus and I was trying to get an autograph, of course. And so I... I ran and uh, jumped up on the first few steps of the bus, oh, wow. and Brian Downey was there signing autographs. So I got to go on the Angels Angels team bus with Brian Downey, who was one of my favorite players around that time. Oh, yeah. um, my probably least fond memory when I was a kid was waiting outside the tunnel for Wally joining him, my favorite player. Forever, and he walks right by me and snub oh. me. I've I've made amends with it. I I would I'd be happy to see him still. He's still one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite angel players from from those days. Awesome, bro. It's funny,
1: similar story of mine. Not not so, so similar, but and I remember pieces of it. Not not all of it. My parent, like you said, my parents usually tell me everything because my parents told me about me being in Game Four of the ALCS in '86. <laughs> remember a little bit, but. It was picture day, 84 or 85. And there's pictures, so it's a valid story. (laughs) Reggie Jackson was my favorite player. Reggie Jackson's a notorious a-hole, I guess, when it comes Mm. to fans. And he wouldn't come out. I was crying, I was bawling. And out comes uh, Bobby Gritch, my mom's favorite baseball player. My mom loves Bobby Gritch. He comes out and asks my mom, why is he crying? Well, Reggie Jackson ain't coming out. He's like, that's okay, I'll take a picture with you. I was a skinny little kid, and Bobby Gritsch picks me up and takes a picture with me, and I got like the maddest face just because it's not Reggie Jackson. Have I have the picture. Oh, man, you gotta
2: show me this. I'll one. show
1: it to you. And there's a picture of me and Luis Sanchez too. He did the same thing. He came up to my mom and told him, "What's wrong with the little boy?" Told her, told him the same story. And there's a picture. I'm just mad dog, and you know? I'm like, "It ain't Reggie Jackson," you know. So <laughs> that's awesome though, man. You were actually on the team bus. That's pretty cool. Um, so as far as. Uh, your favorite Angels player? You said Brian Downing was your favorite player?
2: Brian Downing. Um, I got a Jack Howell oh, ball wow. back in the day, and I remember that kind of got me going. I always loved Jim Abbott. Used to go to the RCC baseball camps, and they used to have right. all the Angel players <laughs> like uh, Hudler and, you know, all those guys, um, Erstad. So. Nice. That's
1: awesome, dude. You know, um, as we were talking about, you know, we, our fond memories as kids are old Anaheim Stadium. And I was talking to you a couple of weeks ago about the old logos and mm-hmm. stuff, dude. Um, what do you think now with Angel Stadium? What do you think the kids or the next generation is going to remember about Angel Stadium? Because that's a question that was asked to me a long time ago, and I tell I told everybody. Unfortunately, maybe maybe unfortunately to me, it's the rocks.
2: Yeah, it's going to be the rock piles. Right, going to be the rally monkey. The
1: rally monkey. Think of that. Um,
2: I'm trying to think. What's yeah. the landmark
1: for you though? What's the landmark at Angel Stadium for you or? The thing about Anaheim Stadium back in the, back the day, that you as remember.
2: kids, yeah, I remember that tall A that toppled in the Northridge oh, okay. earthquake. The okay. big Marlboro man, yeah, yeah, up the one there, in that field, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, the orange, seats the, orange uh, seats, the those all those kind of like goofy looking cartoon. I was just about to
1: say that, yeah,
2: I remember that yeah. as a kid. I just always remember that, and like how they shared the stadium with the Rams. That was always the kind of a memorable box. thing. The old press box. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I take from from those days. But, yeah, now it's going to be the rock, the pile. rock pile. It's going to be, you know, like little fireworks popping out. Right. It's going to be, you know, always the A, though. The big yeah. A in the parking the big lot. A that's in the parking always lot. going to carry over, I hope.
1: Yeah, and it, it's I asked Anthony Henson from uh, Just Another Halo Victory. He was on my podcast, on this All Angels podcast last year, and I asked him the same question. And, and he was fortunate enough to see the big A in left field. Oh, man. And he said he remembers <laughs> walking out of the tunnel from first base side. And just seeing and it. And seeing it as soon as you walked out a tunnel. And I I envisioned that in Can my mind. Can you imagine? How I can't even. Oh, dude. You know, we always remember. I remember the Big A being white. Yeah. Remember that?
2: And remember it was green for a little yeah. bit? During the, yeah. the, the Big A days? Yeah. That, that was that was terrible. <laughs> I, was there, I was there when we painted it red. Do you remember? Yeah. It- I don't, I don't remember when we first started and doing that. It was that, in
1: 2002, before the 2002 season. We changed over. They had, the, uh, they had a Paint the Big A Red day, and we went, and I, I You got paint. to actually yeah. paint? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they actually kept the paint that I did. There's
2: a layer of it but somewhere. But there's, man. you know,
1: I was able to paint <laughs> the red A, and Garrett Anderson <laughs> I was out there. I had no there. idea. Yeah, Garrett Anderson was out there with us.
2: Damn. Yeah,
1: that's cool. All right, so let's get into your this museum of yours, man. And for the, those of you who haven't seen it on Facebook or on Instagram... This place is amazing. The floor, there's AstroTurf on the ground. There's white lines. You have an actual small rock pile here. You have the actual monster and Scott sign to the left of it. It's amazing, dude. Like, how did it all really just come together? Like, what
2: like what made you say, I'm going to start displaying this stuff? I was at the 2010 uh, Home Run Derby um, with uh, my friend. And we're just like, hey, let's... You know, like, let's, like, recreate this stuff. And so I had a garage that wasn't being used. So we put up some, you know, put up some drywall insulation. Um, got I got about uh, seven of the old seats from Anaheim Stadium off Craigslist. And then it kind of went from there. I've, I was lucky and fortunate. Um, bobblehead case was, you know, came. <laughs> I was thrown away in a dumpster at the Tyler <laughs> Mall. Um, my friend so awesome. salvaged it from the Quicksilver store. That kind of nice. happened there. I got the rock pile donated to me. Um, the lockers are from a local high school. So um, once we started there, uh, then it just kind of took on a life of its own and it kind of became the headquarters of all the social media stuff we've been doing. Right. So I'm um, just, and then just going over to my parents, getting all my old stuff, going through all my old room. And then from there, just going to a lot of swap meets, pounding the pavement, going to thrift shops. Um, I guess just keeping my ear to the streets for uh, anything that came up that was angels related. Um, As you see, I'm into the kind of the vintage stuff. Right, it's kind of my forte. That's awesome. I'm looking at
1: American League uh, Western Division champs pennants. Um, I'm looking at the AL West '86 pennant. I'm looking at these old pennants, and you have what? There's four in each. So, how many you got up there? Probably about 25, 20, 25. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I, I probably have about nine of these. And there's more of them that I see that I go, oh, I remember that. I remember that. How would you get your hands on them? Same thing? Just going to estate sales and swap meets? Or did yeah, you have man. most of these?
2: <clears throat> well, you know, some of them like that, you know, that old Kmart IC I one. photo one. Yeah. I think a lot of us have that one. Yeah, Like, I had that as a kid. Some of those, yeah. you know, like Palm Springs Angels, you know, minor league stuff. A lot of these, though, I mean, like going out to the Orange Show San Bernardino, in San Bernardino just you know, like pulling them off the oily pavement, right? Like some of these periwinkle ones. So, oh. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I came up on three yesterday, so I'm never, I'm, I'll am never. i keep on buying them as long as they're <laughs> out
1: there. As long as somebody has them, you're yeah, going to get them. Yeah, or I'll share them with someone. That's awesome. And then your bobblehead collection, you know, obviously, like we were talking about, people, you know, uh, a lot of people would like to keep them in boxes. But you have them proudly displayed? Which one's your favorite bobblehead? Uh,
2: I like the, you know, like the Gritch and Downing and Carew they put out in 02. I like those, but I, my favorite bobbleheads are the old ones that are generic of that kind of bashful looking, uh, <laughs> yeah, kid, uh, from yeah. like, you know, you go buy them when you're a, you know, a, at the souvenir shop when they used to sell the opposing team bobbleheads right. and all that stuff. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So those are my favorite. I'm trying to collect them all. Um, starting, you know, from the, the early sixties and just throughout, throughout the, uh, decades and, um. I know uh, if you follow him on Instagram, Angels Baseball Memorabilia, oh, yeah. he has a really good collection of those. Um, see, he almost has a complete set of those. So wow. um, I like those the best. Okay. So that's kind of my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah, there's,
1: you know, obviously, like you said, the, the older ones are, there's something about them that make them look super cool. I mean, obviously, the new ones are so detailed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But even, even in, uh, I have a Tim Salmon periwinkle uniform. I don't know if you have it. Um, even, it was probably, uh, I would say 2000, maybe they gave it out.
2: out yeah, they, it was, I think it was like, oh, one. Maybe? Oh yeah, right up here. 2000. They don't even
1: look like, those are kind of similar to the older ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are cool. They looking. were
2: a little bit more round.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little plump Tim <laughs> Sanders. Um, but no, you, how many bombs do you think you have?
2: I don't know. I mean, I have almost the whole set that right. was given out at the stadium. and I have just a bunch of random ones, forever collectible ones, like Mike. Trout, some of those like his right. signing day. I don't know, probably like seventy or eighty somewhere around that's, there. That's a pretty nice collection. But I mean, yeah. as Angel fans, they don't put out too many. That's no, not like, they do I'm don't. trying to collect Dodger bobbleheads. Oh. We probably have to build another room yeah. because I wish we. I wish they gave out a little bit more.
1: This year, they're doing three Trout's and a Nolan Ryan. A Nolan Ryan. That Nolan man, Ryan. I'm Ryan one. Super it's, hyped about that. And then if you go to the Sixers game, they're giving out a Jim Abbott one at the end of this month on the 29th. So that's a, that's another one that we gotta keep our, our calendars marked for. Um as as you know, my my forte, my memorabilia, I, I have a decent amount of stuff too. Not quite like this, but my thing is the Angels programs, dude. Um I know you mentioned you probably you weren't too into it, but you fell into a few here. Um do you remember collecting those as a kid when you went to Angel's Games? Yeah,
2: the old Halo magazines. Yeah. Not as much as you, because yeah. I've talked to you about it. You have <laughs> like the complete set. You're yeah. like the go-to on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I have a few, but I, I mean, I've been finding a lot, and that's kind of cool. Like, and I like that's how cool. hokey they are. Like the the Wally Joiner in front of the castle, castle. at Disneyland. Yeah. I thought that one's funny. Right. I got a 1986 one where they're all dressed up like knights. Yeah, and they're, they're on, on horses. Yeah. yeah. So I, I that thought that was too. cool. But yeah, I I, what I like the best about those is they, you know, all the ads. And yeah. of the cars and the you know Gene Autry Hotel oh, and all man. that stuff. So I like taking pictures of that yeah. and I like to share that with uh, some of the people that follow the pages. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like opening it and then looking at
1: uh, like uh, it's weird that you know talking about you know how things progressed during you know from back then to now. But I was, uh, there was there uh, was one of the magazines I opened up recently. It was from like the start of a season. It might have been the start of the '86 season. And they have pictures of spring training in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. You go to spring training now; it's a freaking circus. But back then, you look at those pictures, and it's like these guys are like practicing like they do at the high school. Like, I wish, man. And now it's just like this whole <laughs> just. It's cool to go to Arizona for spring training, but it's become a uh, tourist attraction now, yeah, you know? especially with the trout. Yeah, the oh. trout uh, days coming in. It's it's nuts, dude. So, what do you think is your most unique? piece of memorabilia that you have or i wouldn't even say unique which one do you think you like the most which one's the one that you if it was burning in here and you had to say one thing which one
2: would it be (laughs) i guess i'd have to say uh i have a bobblehead from 1967 and it was actually the bobblehead my mom got when she went to the game it's right over there in that case so i'd have to say that she let me have it and she trusted me with it so that's my favorite Wow. Um, as far as stuff that I've collected, I mean, I I, lo- I think I talked with you a lot about going to swap meets, especially right. local stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I found a Brian Downing game used bat out there, so that's I'm in the case over there. Of one of, of the, that old LA jersey um, from Los Angeles oh, yeah, Angels, the gray flannel.
1: Right,
2: I'd probably come run in and grab that, and uh, and some of the stuff I collected when I was a kid. That, I think that that's means more to me. Yeah. I got a 1961 team ball that I'd probably run in. If the place that. was on fire, I'd, yeah. grab, I'd grab that. Um, and then something non-Angels related that I'd grab. I have a 1932 uh, World Series um, ticket. Uh, this Cubs, Yankees, uh, Babe Ruth's last game. so nice. After the call shot. So Ooh. that's the only non-Angels thing i grab. Okay. Everything else i let burn. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if you could try to save it, save it all, right? Yeah. That's, it's crazy. Um, I'm
1: looking at your helmets up there. And... Uh, I see the Wing Day, unfortunate. Not my favorite logo. I think a lot of you know that. <laughs> and then you have the A. You don't have the L.A. We were talking about the L.A. helmet when we were here, right? Mm-hmm. That one's hard to find. Um, so getting into that, what's, what's one piece of item that you probably, I don't know if you can answer this, but that has been so hard to find that you can't get? Is there something that you, that you really want that maybe you want to get your hands on?
2: Uh, There are a few things. Uh, One thing that I'm trying to look for, it's an old L.A. Angels transistor radio. Oh, Um, Angels baseball (laughs) memorabilia on Instagram made me aware of it. And once he put that in my (laughs) head, I've been looking for it. And it's like unbelievably hard to find. Right. Um, There's also an African-American bobblehead of the old L.A. Angels um, so it's just like the, the souvenir one, just like the, yeah, but it, yeah, it was an African American, um, rendition. Awesome. And so I want I want that. Um, wow, other than that, cool. yeah, there's a few things. I like game you stuff. So anything that was at the stadium, something that came off the stadium, like you said, you're trying to find one of those trash cans, I'm trying to Find the trash can. so I'm going to try to help you out with that. Yes, oh my God, please. my eyes peeled. Dude, that's, I don't know why.
1: We were talking about what you remember about Angel Anaheim stadium back in the day. Like I told you. I remember the trash cans. I remember the hallway and then the big white trash can with the old Anaheim a- Anaheim Stadium logo on it. And I, like I said, you, you'd get to the trash can, and it had an orange lid. And 50 feet further, there was another trash can. That one had a navy blue lid. And then it was back to the orange <laughs> and then to the blue. I'm like, I want the one with the orange top. If I can get the blue one, that'd be, I don't care. But the <laughs> trash can. That's cool. As far as, you know, we're talking about, uh, do you have anything? uh, stadium related aside from the seats, like a uh, usher uniform or,
2: uh, yeah, I got like a, that. I got a usher uniform, not the one we were talking about from, okay. you know, the eighties. Yeah. I got a usher uniform, a newer one with the 50th logo. Nice. I've got a name tag from the eighties, like with old Anaheim's, uh, label. Right. Um, it says Bob on it. Of course, it's perfect, right? <laughs> nice. I got that. I got that locker room chair. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, you, two, you we, found this in yeah, a Swap Me, right? Yeah, about six months ago, over at, uh, if you're from Riverside, over at the Van Buren. Oh, man. Drive in Swap meet. It was seven bucks. I I saw it there and I ran full speed. And when she said seven bucks, I, you know, I I couldn't get my, the money out of my pocket fast Brass enough. So I, that, I took it through it in the car so nobody else would try to 10. come through. See you later. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. That's it's, amazing. You know, it's That's from the CA days, so I, I love it. This is a legit chair,
1: guys. It's it's super padded. padding on the front, the, the seat and on the back with the white padding and with the red. And obviously, the, the CA and the angels on the backing. It's a freaking legit one, dude. That's Dang. seven bucks is ridiculous. I don't know. How did I don't even know how that person fell into it? How I don't somebody, know. That's
2: that's what I'm interested in. Yeah,
1: is the the backstory how right. things get here and that was you can tell that that is legit a, a clubhouse chair, and uh, that's crazy how that just falls into somebody's lap like that. And luckily for you, you found it, dude. That's awesome, bro. Um, I mean, I can go on forever. Yeah, I see some autographed baseballs. Uh, who do you got in there? Obviously.
2: I'm sure you got a Tory uh, I got a. I mean, going back to the you know LA days, I have a Albie Pearson. Oh, I have a 1961 team ball um, that belonged to Tom Morgan, who was an old you know pitcher yeah. back then. Right. Um, I've got a, well, I got a Willie Mays over there that I oh, got for snap. free at a thrift shop because I didn't know who it was because <laughs> it's got a kind of a funky signature. Wow. So I got that one over there. I've got you know a Carew. I've okay. got you know all the you know some of the newer players. Right. I don't have a Trout. Finally got a pull holes. Yeah, I thought I saw train. you, uh, or was that your buddy? No, that's my it? buddy. Oh, yeah, no okay. trout. I don't want to pay for one. I want to get one in person. I'm willing to jump over a kid to get one. <laughs> <laughs> we might make that happen. Uh, year, bro. Yeah, but I got a lot of stuff over there. I don't know, just <laughs> random players throughout the day. But um, okay. some of the newer stuff I've been fortunate to get, uh, just through the social media stuff, right. I right. connected with the first angel in... Um, Eli Angels Gerba. history, Eli Gerba, yeah, and he, we've been kind of been back and forth pen pals, talked on the phone here and there, right. And that's the really cool thing about social media. That's how oh, I met yeah. you. Right. Um, he came over to get some Bobby Gritch pennants, and yeah. here we are. Went to a few games, and yeah. Um, but he sent me a few, you know, signed balls, and he also signed, he sent me some stuff out of his personal collection. He sent that's me so a awesome. Dean Chance ball, oh, which I was really happy to get because of his passing. Right. So. Um, those are some of my newer stuff that's cool. That's I've started cool. a Wally Joiner not too long ago. So right.
1: That's awesome. I, you know, when I first, well, not when I first started, because I've always been a collector of the things, like obviously the programs, most of my programs are either my dad's programs that I that he kept in great condition, and he taught me to keep in great condition. So all my programs are me that I, I, I you know, kept as a kid. And then when I started to finally really wanted to, Collect things. I started saying, you know, I'm going to get autographed baseballs. And so my collection really started from, like, probably 01. And I don't have really anybody. I have, I think, Clyde Wright.
2: Because oh. I've seen him out at the <laughs> yeah. stadium a few times on a I ball. When he had his barbecue place. <laughs> right. So I have
1: Clyde Wright. Uh, I have Chuck Finley. I have Jack Howell. Uh, my buddy Carlos, uh, for my birthday last year, Went to, I think, one of the casinos out here and waited in line for Reggie Jackson for oh, me. cool. So I got That's Reggie Jackson. Nice you gotta have that one. Yeah, I have Rod Carew. I have Wally from when he was at uh, the uh, Fan Fest and for the All-Star yeah. Game. Yeah. Waited in line for Wally Junior on a ball, but I also had him sign one of my programs, and he, like, I had the program. It was with uh, him in front of the castle, <laughs> and he saw it, and he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you have this. And he's going through my magazine and holding up the line. He's just flipping through it, so... <laughs> um, but no, those, impressive ball collection I don't have anybody other than Angels On you know, my ball collection So, you know I cool try if...
2: not to, but I don't I don't pass, uh, you can't pass up The up Hall of Famers Willie Mays, like that, you know,
1: know? <laughs> um, I see a Joe Rudy can there Do you have any more other, like uh, What would you call those promotional items like that? Uh, is it an
2: RC can or whatever? You got the Joe Rudy uh, I'm trying to think of Anything else? Because
1: I posted on my Instagram, I don't know if you saw, you, you did, you commented, I had the little winter schnitzel.
2: Yeah, with mug. the Reggie. Yeah, winter with the schnitzel. Reggie. And
1: I always found those items be, to be really cool because they were something you had to buy at the store, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and you didn't get at the stadium. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: extended beyond the stadium. Yeah,
1: and I always liked that kind of stuff. So They don't do that easy. too much no, anymore. No, they don't.
2: We need more of that. My grandma...
1: Um, we need those bobbleheads given away at Cross right. Jr. Right. My grandma used to have a collection of cups from Seven Eleven. And they weren't all angels, but one of the angels, I think, was, like, Fred Lynn. She never let me have it, and I don't even know what all happened to cuffs. it. All
2: those yeah. Roger Lodge always talks about those things yeah. he got when he was a kid. And I never, <laughs> I,
1: I, unfortunately, I think someone took them from her garage at one point, and when she passed, I went in there just to make sure, you know, and they were gone already. Oh, and That, that would have been perfect for me, but, you know, unfortunately, those things probably got lost in the shuffle somehow, but, um... Dude, this is why I call you the curator. I mean, this place is awesome. Um, you were just telling me that you probably won't, you'll just keep going. You won't stop. Do you ever see yourself stopping at one point
2: point, saying, you yeah, know, I'd probably have enough? Or? Um, I would like to say that, and I think my wife would like to say <laughs> that. But um, I have this, like, a, something in me where I just, uh, I guess some people might call me a hoarder. I but, uh, <laughs> I
1: but I don't know. But um,
2: it's a challenge. It's uh, it's it's like it's thrilling to me to go out there and find something especially something that you know it's at the bottom of a box like i got a Ellie angel soap dispenser over there and (laughs) it's like from the wrigley field or you know chavez ravine angels days that's amazing and it's like i found the actual ad from it but that thing's at the bottom of a box with all this other junk and to find that and bring it back and rescue it i guess that's why i kind of feel like i'm doing yeah i feel like it's yeah. some, some type of a noble cause and also sharing it with other people that are that, you know that are angels fans and then also if i ever have anything else extra i like to you know yeah. spread the love and so many people have done that to me um right. i have a few collectors i've met um tom duino one of the biggest angels collectors i've seen he's always given me stuff That's to awesome. give to me or for me to pass on um Robert Pishke from Angels Baseball Memorabilia gave me a box of stuff. Troy Gloss batting gloves. So people Ooh, nice. people are generous to me, and I I hope that awesome, um, through Halo Haven that um, myself and other my colleagues that are involved, Daniel Garcia, Courtney Zaragoza, and also Brian Sherman, that we we share that same philosophy. To you know, we're all in it together. Right. That's awesome. I'm the same way. I I like I told you for I've
1: kind of stopped collecting but i've been slowly getting back into collecting angel stuff and a lot of the things i like i said i already have but just today i was on etsy on e- in ebay and i could spend hours on ebay just looking at stuff thousands you know? of dollars. I, know, well, I saw some stuff that was really cheap you know i'm like oh 40 bucks a month isn't too bad you know at least 40 of my hard-earned money on something is okay um but yeah like I like you said i like to share the love too and you know, this is what it's all about because when I first walked in here, I instantly appreciated all this, dude. And I'm sure that's probably what, why you do it, too, because when whenever someone who could come in here and go, wow, this is amazing, that's probably a, uh, like a compliment to you and what you're doing. Yeah,
2: it makes me feel good. I mean, I kind of just, you know, now it's not, you know, that's not what it was before when we first were making it. I had, yeah, it was, you know, I had my friend Brian come up here and we did a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we really, you know, we felt like the butterflies and getting ready for the season. And right. I'm not saying it's been lost, but when new people that have never come in here and they have that reaction, yeah. you know, it yeah. makes me think, oh, okay, yeah. I mean,
1: Yeah. I mean, I told my Jessica, my girlfriend, I said, the first time I came out here to pick up those pennants. And I said, I, I told her right away. I said, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to tell him if I could just. Put a sleeping bag. You can go to well, bed. I didn't know. Day. The
2: first time you're coming in a hurry, so I was like, "Oh man, I don't know, maybe uh
1: Oh, dude, it was insane. And maybe it
2: creeped him out a little. No, bit. And it's,
1: it's, <laughs> let's not let's not forget about something important here, Chris, the curator Johnson. Not only do you have Halo Haven and this museum, but you have the rally bus right outside. Oh,
2: the rally bus, man.
1: And that thing is amazing. I mean, I know you're talking. You're you're, you're kind of like down about it because you can't get it really going yet but that thing is an amazing thing to see every time i've pulled up through this street i look this way now cuz i'm like there it is <laughs> you know cuz i drive through here my uncle lives right here off of Walter oh, okay so i sometimes drive through here but uh that thing is amazing bro it's the same kind of the same concept right you said i'm just going to
2: yeah it's like uh like you were saying when it, when does it stop i guess right hopefully it stops after that I and mean, we're not going to get an airplane or a boat or anything but um, it's it's full inside the garage and so we wanted something to, like to take kind of to capture this yeah, essence this of Halo Haven on the uh, road. the headquarters of the fan cave on the road and hopefully get under the A this season um, a so amazing. i think you know we'll keep on adding to it it's you know it's, a, it's kind of a homemade concoction but yeah, it's a it's a little school bus that's been gutted out with stadium seats and um, you know even memorability on the walls yeah. inside there so um, my friend and I worked on it um, all last year hoping to get it out today last year last season but you know smog checks and yeah. California regulations California. all that good stuff so I'm mean, hopefully it'll be out there soon I know we've been pumping it up for a while and um, it won't just be uh, in the driveway anymore. No,
1: man. I could I could picture it under the A. A little tailgate action going on. People enjoying what I'm sitting in here, but on the road. And imagine that thing in Tempe too. They could be I, don't, to...
2: I don't know if it'll make it to Tempe. That was that was the initial, uh, uh, you know, goal, idea. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're trying to get you maybe get alex curry out there do a little angels oh, weekly, dude that'd maybe. be
1: amazing hey if, we, if 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 you can get it to even the sixers to sam and wow that'd be awesome too and we
2: could do a mobile uh podcast That's what out I was there just about and to invite say. I you out there
1: and live podcast and get some other people yeah in the moment. that'd be awesome no man um really dude this place is amazing and uh, i guess you mentioned earlier. Anyone who wants to check it out, go on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, right?
2: Yeah, Snapchat too. We're Snapchat. on Snapchat.
1: <laughs> there you go. Snapchat Halo Haven. I know on Instagram it's Halo underscore Haven.
2: Underscore Haven. And if you just uh, go on Facebook, just type in Halo Haven. Right on. Uh, not Halos Heaven. <laughs> I, I, Very close. Halos yeah. Heaven's a big, big big uh, site and entity, and yeah. they, do, they do amazing work. Uh, we didn't really know that they existed when we've called this Halo Haven. Um, but now, yeah, so it can be confusing, but um, we try to, you know, do a little bit more memorabilia, right. contests, tailgates, stuff like that. A lot of interaction. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, um,
1: I know it hasn't really been hyped up too much, but we'll, you're, you're going to be out there on the 22nd uh, for the tailgate with uh, just another Halo Victory group and Anthony Henson. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll be out there, too. I might even do a live podcast from there. Um, there was, um, I think I saw... On your Instagram, there's like a you have like a not a hashtag, but what's your quote for this place? Or so you have like a little quote. This what,
2: what is it? <laughs> We're, uh, being that it's called Halo Haven, and a haven's kind of like a refuge, so right. we called it a refuge from the ordinary. That's
1: what it is. A so refuge that's kind of the ordinary. first
2: thing we called it. Okay. Then we have a few other slogans that we've thrown in there, hey. like taking um, angels fandom to the next level. What? That's another one. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so. Okay. We had all sorts of ones throughout the years that we put on business cards right. and have thrown out from the top deck at Angel stadium when security came and tried to find us oh, real quick. So geez. anyways, a lot of stories, I guess those are for a different time. Right, right. <laughs> well that's cool, man, and you know, you're doing good
1: good stuff here, man. I you know, I myself appreciate this, so you know, I know a lot of fans who, who would want to do I would love to do this and I kinda do, but not to this extent. One day maybe I'll be able to do what you do, but man a a lot of your hard work is put into this obviously hours at flea markets and whatnot and i don't know how you do it because i went to a flea market and couldn't find anything you know so i'm pretty sure there's there's a trick to the trade and i wouldn't want you to share that with anybody Uh. this (laughs) this is your deal but i appreciate you inviting me over here and and doing this podcast man so
2: no, I appreciate you uh, getting me on the show. I, I listened to the last podcast since you know since we just uh, kind of met up a few weeks ago. Yeah. We went to the 66ers opening yeah. day, which yep. went sixteen innings. All you that stayed, stuff. right? I stayed fourteen of them, uh, and I had to go. home. I left in the eighth, and it was like nine forty. Yeah, you know, it was getting late, and uh, you know, being in San Bernardino around yeah. twelve o'clock, you know, yeah, you know how that goes. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I would say that like one of the coolest things about all this is, you know, I guess, social media can be. So I guess informal and not connected to people, but it also brings in this idea of connectivity yeah, I guess. where you actually meet up with these people that you wouldn't have even shared a game with right in person and you share the stories like with Johnny Mags and all of these people I've been able to meet. Um, we used to do uh angels watch parties downtown Riverside at d dogs, and that's where I met um, some two of. Um, my closest friends today that are actually part of Halo Haven now,
1: awesome. all
2: through social media, and so that's and stuff like this, podcasts, yeah. where you get to meet people in person. I, I think there's something um, of value to that.
1: Definitely, like like you said, I've I've met you know it's crazy that you live really two minutes away, and we it, went to high school. We went together. to high school. We didn't even know each other. <laughs> it, was, it was the angels and social media that brought us together. But yeah, I've, I've 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 met Jason Krum, who's a really good friend of mine. Uh, Anthony Henson, who's a really good dude. I've been to concerts with that guy. Crazy dude, love him. Uh, and just a bunch of people. Um, Halos Nation, Eddie, uh, just a bunch of people that I've met through social media. And like you said, dude, so many times social media, ah, people talk, ah, you, social media gets you in trouble. Well, if you're not looking for trouble, you won't find it. Mm-hmm. And if you're just looking to be a cool dude or, or just, that's, what, that's when bad shit happens, but when you're you know on social media and you're this you know we all have a, a common love and interest it's angels and it brings us together that's what it's all about bro and i love it i love this place man i could i like i said i could you know i could put a sleeping bag there and see <laughs> <there. laughs>
2: i have and, done that one and i'll be <laughs> i'll
1: wake up and i look like i'm in heaven and literally i look up at the end of the ceiling and there's clouds on the wall so um appreciate you being on the podcast again bro and uh We'll have to, uh, we'll have to get your buddy on and, uh, Daniel. Daniel. We'll get Daniel on here. Daniel's
2: biting at the bit to get on here. No, definitely. You'll be back here. I will, man. And we'll do an actual,
1: we'll talk about the angels and what's happening at the time of the recording, you know, uh. We had a few exciting games this week where they came back and mm-hmm. and uh, fortunately good. our luck ran out there at the end but uh, I think we have to blame that on starting rotation giving us 5 innings every time they go out.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, that but uh,
2: yesterday when the Glasgow was a little rough.
1: Yeah, so you know it's it's that's going to have to pick up but uh we'll get more into detail with stuff like that when we get Daniel on the show and uh can't wait to do that but thanks again curator. Yeah,
2: thanks for stopping by. You're always welcome. You know that.
1: Awesome, bro. All, All right. right. Thanks, bro. Alright, man. So that was my interview with Chris, the Curator Johnson from Halo's Haven. Awesome interview, man. Great guy. Um, again, guys, if you guys... Excuse me, sound. <clears throat> if you guys really are fans of just the Angels, period, or baseball, you don't even have to be an Angels fan to appreciate Halo's Haven. I can't even put into words how awesome that place is, the rally bus, Chris is, the curator is just doing an amazing job there of preserving angel history, and I think that's what I appreciate most about it, is the fact that, you know, you can go in there, and see things that, oh my god, because I mean, like I said, the pennants up on the ceiling, I have most, not most of them, because he's got like 20 or 30 of them up there, but I have about nine of them, I look up, and I have that one, I have that one, I have that one, oh my God, I don't have that one, but I remember that one, oh my God, I remember that one, and, and same thing, you can walk through that whole museum, and just find things like, that are just amazing, like, oh my God, that's ridiculous, how do you have that, so, um, Chris, the Curator Johnson, man, a big round of applause for you, um, there it is, cheer it up for Chris, the Curator Johnson, baby, cheer it up, cheer it up. Um so again, if you guys want to check out Halo's Haven on Instagram, Halo's underscore Haven on Facebook, just look up Halo's Haven. Okay, so again, thank you, Chris. So let's get into it. I'm quickly gonna run through the week of Angels baseball, including today's or tonight's game. Um like I said last week was uh when I recorded it on a Friday, it was opening night. And the Angels took the W, beating the M's five to one. It was a great game. Uh, Cole Calhoun hit a shot. Cameron Maybin hit his first home run of the game of the season. Jesse Chavez pitched decently enough. I think he went about five and two thirds of an inning. I'd like to see our starting rotation go six. At the end of the interview with the curator, I mentioned that the rotation needs to go more than five innings, guys. You know, our bullpen. Honestly, our bullpen's doing a great job of holding things together. But if we're going to be contenders, we need to have our starting rotation go more than five innings. Um, it's So often, early in the season, you look at the box score and you see, you know, four and two-thirds, four and one-thirds, five and one-thirds, five and two-thirds. It's like, ooh, get us through six, baby. Get us into that seventh inning, you know. Um, that was our problem last season with starting rotation or the whole pitching staff itself. It's kind of just shaky, you know. Um, I know Andrew Heaney is a guy that I want to see back. Um, he's shown me that he's got a lot of good stuff and he could be a guy that we can depend on. He's young, but that's another arm, you know? Um, so I can't wait for him to come back. I'm looking for Skaggs to rebound. Skaggs is looking pretty rough and Alaska, like Chris had mentioned, looking kind of rough guys. Um, but the Angels took the W on opening night. They followed that up with a five, four win the next night. So, and then Sunday night's game was a game for the ages. Angels down, I think at one point we're down, I want to say nine to two or maybe nine to one at one point going into the ninth. We were down nine to three and I'm going to play the uh, clip of that, uh, game, um, for you guys. Uh, it started off with the Albert Pujols home run and, and here it is. Let me, let me, without further ado, let's play the clip.
0: Seattle Mariners up 9-3, trying to salvage the finale of this three-game set. And here's the pitch on Albert Pujols, and he lifts a high-fly ball into deep center field. That ball's carrying out there, and that ball is out of here!
1: Pujols, who started this ninth inning with a home run to straightaway center field, will
0: come to the play where the base is loaded. Here's a ground ball by the first baseman! The Angels have tied this game up. It's a six-run ninth inning, and Trout is at third base. He represents the winning run. Cliff Pennington worked the walk in this ninth inning. First one to him. And he rips one out toward right field. Hanover having trouble with it. Drive home safely! Seven runs here in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Angels do sweep Seattle.
1: How amazing was that game? How amazing of a comeback that was. I bet you a lot of people turned off their TVs. A lot of people in the stadium went ahead and left. And was one of those games. Why did we leave, right? I mean, 9-3, to three, heading into the ninth, pretty much game over. Angels show resiliency. It was just an amazing comeback, really. I mean, there's nothing more I can say. Uh, Calhoun hit a – or not Calhoun. Um, Escobar hit a double down the first base side. That that you know brought us back closer, and then of course you know a uh, couple walks mixed in there, and then Pujols coming big again, coming up big again, and that you know he shot the ball to right on the right side, he got it past uh, the diving first baseman, um, just to tie the game, and then Pennington just drove one, and that uh, was a great finish, and uh, obviously the highlight so far of the 2017. Season in my last podcast, I had mentioned that the Danny Espinoza home run in in Oakland, and that's another way. That's another game where the Angels came back. You know, so uh, early signs of a uh, comeback, kids, the cardiac kids, huh? Um, then so the next, so they they swept uh, Seattle in a three game set, and came the uh, Texas Rangers, and right away we we're down five nothing to the Rangers, and the Angels come back again, and this time they win on a walk off. Uh, squeeze play by Carlos Perez Uh, couldn't have laid that bun down any smoother Angels came back I don't have any audio clips for that but it was another come from behind victory down five runs after the seventh inning only to come back and and win that game so things were looking good we had one four in a row and then it started to happen and then unfortunately and I don't like to do this to us because you know it's 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 not easy uh then we had
2: you know yeah
1: uh 8 to 3 loss back to back 8 to 3 losses against Texas just seemed like the uh, angels couldn't uh, uh get the bats going when they actually needed it needed it to um needed themselves to hold on oh god how bad is that <laughs> rewind the angels couldn't get the bats going when they had to in those two games against uh, the Texas Rangers um, they try to come back yesterday's game the day game <laughs> but it you know, wasn't gonna happen and then today the angels took a 7-1 loss Ramirez started for the uh, injured Garrett Richards today um, he pitched again five innings five innings isn't gonna do it guys we need these guys to go a little deeper. He pitched five innings, gave up five earned runs, in um, a seven-one loss. Uh, Duffy for the Royals pitched a great game today. Angels couldn't get anything going. I think they had four hits in the whole game. Um, so that's, I mean, obviously that's not gonna that's not gonna work, man. You know, uh, when the when the pitching staff or the rotation gets us in a hole early, you can't expect these guys to come back three or four times a week. It's just not gonna happen, guys. You know, as much as we would want them to. And as fun as it is to see them do that, it's just not, you know, as a baseball team, you just can't dig yourselves holes like that. The rotation at some point is going to have to eat us, eat up some innings. Um, going back to that first eight to three loss from to the Rangers, Jesse Chavez was cruising. Jesse Chavez has impressed me so far, but then it seems like in that inning, I think it was a fifth inning, he pitched four and two thirds of an inning. uh... It was, you know, he had two outs, and then all of a sudden a dinker, a walk, and a bleeder, and then the Rangers score, and then a triple, and then the Rangers score, and then we're down. It just, it, it seems like that's what's happening. Uh, it could just be me. Um, I'm more of a guy who bases his opinions on feelings and not feelings, but just watching the game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a numbers guy per se. I'll go to the stats and look at the numbers, but at the same time. I'm more of a guy where I'm an instinct kind of guy. Like, if if social makes a move, and I and I disagree, I don't look at the numbers. I just gut reaction. You know, I'm like, I don't know about that. He probably should have took him out. I don't know why he's extending him right now. You know, I oh, probably should have left Chavez in. I oh, probably should have took Chavez out. You know, that's the kind of guy I am. And uh, numbers, obviously, numbers don't lie. But um, I'm looking at the numbers right now, and five innings pitch from our. Each pitcher in their starting rotation isn't going to get it done. Sound like a broken record, but that's so far. That's what it is. So a big, you know, a big <laughs> to our pitching rotation. That's what it is, you know. Um, Mike Trout went deep, I think. Yeah, not yesterday. Was it yesterday's game? The day before. So Mike Trout, Mike Trout's being Mike Trout, and Anderton Simmons is having himself a decent uh, season so far at the plate. And he's made a few defensive plays already. Anderton Simmons on tags that are insane. Like, how does a guy do that? Instinct. How do you have such good instincts? Big cheers to you guys. Absolutely. So, quickly looking ahead. Two more games against Kansas City at Kansas City. And then we go to Houston for four. Another four-game set against a division rival. Um... You know, I don't want to say that these games are crucial, but they're important. Last couple of seasons, we fell so far behind in April that it was ridiculous. Um, right now, I think we stand at six and five. You know, I mean, it's all right. Um, you know, we can take take these next two against Kansas City. And I remember back when the Angels were running their, their string of Western Division championships I want to say I heard an interview with Mike Sosha where he talked about how they go into every series thinking we need to win this series. Like if it was a playoff series, you know, if we're playing three, we got to take two out of three. If we're playing four, we got to take at least three out of four. You got to go into the mindset to win that series and carry that into the next series. we win the series, let's win the next series. So going into Houston, it's a four-game set. To win the series, you got to win three. I don't see why they can't do it. Houston's got a good team. Correa, you know, Altuve. But the Angels, I mean, we we've seen what they can do if they can string together hits. It, you know, they're they're decent. It's where our rotation, it's that's when it comes into play. Like, it's, can the rotation eat up innings, keep us in the game? I want to see if somebody goes six and two thirds with three runs allowed, maybe. You know, I don't want. I'm not looking for six and two thirds of shutout baseball. I I love that, but give us six and two thirds, seven innings of maybe two three run baseball. And then let our offense do its thing, you know. Um, So four games against Houston followed by finally come home on the 21st where we'll face Toronto. And, you know, it's not not an easy schedule by any means, but it's not ridiculously hard either. Angels need to go into the mindset that they're going to win each series. Uh, Mentioned it in the uh, interview with the curator on the 22nd. Just another Halo's victory and Halo Haven is going to have a um, tailgate under the A. I'll try to make my appearance. Uh, talk to Chris about maybe doing a few, a few little projects, maybe a few little giveaways for the folks that want to show up. Um, but, you know, we'd love to see you guys out there. That's going to do it for this edition of uh, the All Angels podcast. Follow the All Angels podcast official Facebook page at All Day Angels. That's A L L D A Y Angels. All Day Angels on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook, John Magdaleno. Um, follow me on Instagram at HalosFan1524. HalosFan1524. Um, follow me on Twitter at HalosFan15. And the 15, I think you guys can probably, 15 angels, Mr. Salmon? <laughs> so, um, but no, with that being said, that's going to do it for me here at the uh, for the All Angels podcast. Uh, I'll be here next Friday for another edition. Hopefully, maybe get somebody else on here. Maybe have another interview with somebody else. I, felt, you know, I feel like... Sharing the 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 airwaves with you guys is something that I I enjoy, and um, you know let, let's get it going. Um, you guys have any questions or comments? Reach me at the All Day Angels uh, Facebook page. Go ahead and leave a comment there, and I'll be happy to try to answer them or shout you out on the podcast. That's gonna do it for me, Johnny Max. Let's keep the train going, I guess. Why am I using these weird metaphors for it? I don't understand. Boo to me. I do deserve that lengthy booing. That, this is getting kind of cheesy with these little... You know, whatever. <laughs> Alright, folks. I'm going to wrap it up before I keep on... Rambling on. Y'all have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys next Friday. Peace.